previously on Wove Inspiration. With us, you know, males, we communicate in a different way than, than That's females. True. That's true. And That's so true. many times, you know, we one of the things that my wife and I, we ask the couples or we ask uh, the, those that are in relationship, you know, one question we ask that a lot of times people don't even think about, we ask them, um, what does love look like to you? Okay. And and a lot of times you'd be surprised of the answer. This is Wove Inspiration. Here to inspire, encourage, and uplift. Well, good morning, good morning, and thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspiration's Monday Morning Motivation. I am your host, Althea Richardson, and today my special guest is Miss Keisha Easley. Keisha is an educator, author, and Christian health coach. After losing 75 pounds naturally, she wrote the book Worth the Weight, to share her story and reveal the strategies she used to maintain her weight loss. Her motto is, everyone deserves to live a healthy, purposeful life. You can't change the world when you don't feel well. So sit back and relax and check out this interview with Miss Keisha Easley on Wove Inspiration. Thank you so much for being on the show, Keisha. How are you today? Oh, I'm awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm so glad that you were able to participate on my show today. You are very much needed because there are a lot of people that need to get to, well, I'm going to even include myself on that, uh, get our health back in in order. So let's uh, just give me a little bit information about yourself. Okay, well... I'm like, like you said, I'm an educator, so I'm a teacher also. Um, so a couple years ago, I just was feeling really just run down. I didn't have enough energy to make it through the day and I just got frustrated. Mm -hmm. So I started a health journey and I don't know, I I felt, you know how you feel like, I don't know if it's going to work this time, but I was just determined to feel better. So I started that. And in about seven or eight months, I had lost 75 pounds. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, I need you to tell me how you did that. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be happy to. (laughs) I'd be happy to. I pretty much switched my eating habits and yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, now prior to this, had you all always had a struggle with your weight? Yes. Um, most of my adult life, um, I have struggled with being overweight. I might lose some, maybe 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'd kind of gain it right back and then some. And so it was kind of like a continuous, okay, I might lose 20 pounds, but then I gained 30. Yeah. I lose 10, gain 20. Right. And it just kept going that way. Yeah. Yeah. And so I know for, well, just speaking for myself, I know that, you know, like you were saying, you can lose weight and gain weight. You get excited, you lose all that weight and you're feeling good. And then all of a sudden there's this temptation like the holidays, 
Christmas time and they got all the cookies and stuff going on. So how are you able to maintain your, your weight even around the holidays? Well, what I did um, the first year that I lost the weight in 2017, I, I decided ahead of time how I was going to handle the holidays. Okay. So I said, um, you know, during Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend, I said, okay, um, I'm going to allow myself to eat some things that I like, but I need to make sure I eat a healthy breakfast and a healthy lunch first. Okay. And then I need to only pick my favorites. Like this is not a, I'm going to just go eat everything, but pick my favorites and enjoy those things. And what I found was after eating a healthy breakfast and lunch, I wasn't starving when dinner time came around anyway. So it was like the stuff that used to just really, you know, tempt me wasn't as tempting. Okay. Um, Now I did eat some dessert, but I said, okay, you know, I'm going to eat some dessert. And then Monday, we're, we're right back to discipline eating habits. And I did the same thing for Christmas. Although for Christmas, I kind of gave myself the week between Christmas and New Year. And then um, New Year's Day, you know, I, actually the second New Year's, yeah, the day after New Year's, I okay. got right back in there. So that's how I did it. Okay. And so what kind of, um, as far as now you're, you got your eating habits, but what about, you know, like the exercise part of it? What, what kind of exercises were you doing? Well, I was doing really, really moderate things. So I didn't have a formal exercise routine. Now I'm not going to say I didn't get any exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I, what I'm saying is I was active, but I did things like dance, like I I praise dance at my church. So dance practice would be my exercise. Maybe I'm taking the stairs instead of um, the elevator. Mm -hmm. That's my exercise. And and I'm just being more active um, during my day walking around. Mm -hmm. But I said for myself, because I had struggled for so long, I said, I have to get this eating stuff right first. Before I try to develop a new habit that, you know, I may struggle with that as well. Mm -hmm. So, but what I found was the eating habits made the biggest difference. Like it had the greater impact, obviously, or I would, because if it counted on me going to the gym, yeah, I probably (laughs) would have failed. (laughs) I hear you. I promise you. I know. I totally understand um, I've, I've tried to uh, start exercising again. And, you know, it, it seems like for me, when I go into the gym and I get myself going, I'm, I'm okay. But it's the consistency that um, mm-hmm. for myself, is that it's, it's hard to get up in the morning and, or even like, I have a gym at my job. So going to the gym after work, is not something I can do because I'm ready to get out of that place. And then, Mm -hmm. so I tried to do it early in the morning, but because I have to be to work at a certain time, it was really hard. So I don't have to be to work until 645. So that means I would have to get up at 330 to get in a good workout to leave. Right. Yeah. At my job. Yeah. And so I did that for a while. And, but after a while I started getting burned out. So how, Mm -hmm. how can you, or what recommendations can you make for someone 
you know, you're consistent, but then eventually sometimes you just get like, I can't do this today. I don't feel like it. <laughs> well, I mean, as far as physical activity goes, um, first of all, you have to make sure you're eating properly because if you're not, but you're exercising, mm-hmm. you're actually, you're actually like depleting your body but not providing the nutri- nutrients that are necessary to repair your body. Okay. So you're going to feel burned out if, if the eating habits aren't matching up properly. So I would say, give yourself permission to not work out like, but, but be mindful of your eating habits okay. that day. Okay. You know, if you're not, I mean, really like if you're not going to work out, that's really not the part that's hurting us. It's mm-hmm. it's the food that's hurting us the mm-hmm. most. Yeah, I can I can definitely see that. And then a lot of the food that's out there is processed and and mm-hmm. everything as well. So that makes definitely makes a big difference. So you have uh, written a book that's called Worth the Weight, and it's basically you're sharing your story and the strategies that you use to maintain your um, weight loss. So give me a little bit more information about your book. Okay. So um, as, as I was in the process of losing the weight, um, people, you know, like friends and family and people at church, Mm -hmm. they would ask me and work what I was doing. And I found myself saying this so many times that one night a light bulb just turned on that I needed to write this book that I needed to, get something that I could put in people's hands that they could follow. Mm-hmm. So um, I actually, the program I followed was, it's basically called like a lectin free diet um, that's recommended by Dr. Gundry. Okay. Um, he's the author of a book called the plant paradox. Well, I kept recommending this book to people and some of them, you know, they even got the book, but then they kept telling me, well, you know, I'm reading the book, but it's like they, the message was so dense for them that, mm-hmm. that it wasn't setting in. So I was like, well, my book, I can just summarize kind of what his plan is, make it more accessible yeah. and, you know, tell you how I applied it to my life and how you can apply it to your life as, you know, as closely as possible. Obviously I, I can't adhere exactly 100%. I mean, that's just not, necessarily realistic but i'm always trying to be the best that i can do right right and so that's what it's about that i mean and that's all that we can do is the best that we can do but you know and if if you don't succeed um as far as okay one day you have a cookie don't um really attack yourself for eating Mm -hmm. that one cookie because I know when years ago, when I was trying to lose um, a lot of weight, I would be really hard on myself because I Mm -hmm. ate that one cookie or I ate a bag of chips. And, and then all of a sudden it's like, you know what, forget it. I'm just going to eat whatever I want to eat. (laughs) And then you feel bad even more so that you, that you did that. So you, you also teach um, women about uh, a mindset change. Is that correct? Yes. So, so how do you, how are you doing that as far as the, um, the coaching part of it? So I encourage people to really, um, go beyond just thinking about 
losing weight. Um, but our health, like, especially if we're Christians, mm-hmm. um, is kind of a moral, like, calling. Like, we, we need to be healthy so that we can have the energy and the strength and the power that we need to walk out our purpose. Amen. So if, if we're not healthy, um, really what it signals is there's some other area in our life in which we're not healthy. Mm-hmm. So we have to, um, you know, I, I try to walk people through um, soul searching, like search your soul, find out what it is about eating that's tripping you up. Like, is it because you're trying to medicate your emotions that you're not willing to process? Are you, are you like having a, a faith crisis where you're, you're in a place where you kind of really don't quite believe God is going to do something and you're trying to eat, you know, to, to uh-huh. basically subdue those feelings of doubt? Are you trying to fill a void because you really know there's something else you should be doing, but because maybe you don't feel well, you're like, you know, shirking your responsibilities, that kind of thing. Like understanding that we often use food for things it's not designed to be used for. Right. And, right. and a lot of times we're trying to fill a void that only God really can fill. Amen. Amen to that one. So walk me through as far as your coaching, what, what kind of um, services do you offer in your health coaching? Well, I do um, a, a lot of different things. It just kind of depends on what's needed. I, I work with groups where we kind of um, meet once a week and talk about, you know, the different, like I said, emotional aspects of eating, mm-hmm. finding out, you know, how to find substitutes that will make you feel like you're not missing out on too many of your favorite foods. Um, I do one-on-one where, you know, I'm in constant contact with a person, like on a day-to-day basis. Um, they can call me or text me when there's something going on. They're like, I'm about to eat this cookie. Walk me through it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I, you know, I try to walk them through it. Or sometimes they call me after the fact and then I have to say, okay, well, it's time to start again right now, you know, and just, just um, keeping them encouraged. I provide meal mm-hmm. plans, recipes, um, just kind of prayer, <laughs> prayer, yeah. uh, an accountability partner. Yeah, definitely you know. that. Yeah. Cause I'm going to say, Hey, uh, where are we at this week? <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and that helps not, a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. If we're not making progress, tell me what you ate that you know you weren't supposed to eat this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and I know um, as a, a coach myself, it's, it's that encouragement to, to run alongside them and say, you can do this, you can do this, mm-hmm. you can do that. Because sometimes you, you have, for example, you may have um, someone uh, uh, that has a, a spouse that they can eat whatever they want to eat and mm-hmm. they don't gain no weight or nothing <laughs> and they're just going to eat whatever they want to eat. And then you got to sit up there and look at them while you trying to eat a salad or something mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. It could be a struggle. And so having that support is so important um, when, when you're going through this journey of um, trying to, to live a healthy lifestyle. Because I know diets don't work. No. They just, they, 
I don't even know who diets were made for the industry um, mm-hmm. to make a whole bunch of money off of people because these get quick diet type things that they have going on out here now, are just, it's a waste of money. And if you're not mm-hmm. hardly eating anything, of course you're going to lose weight. But like right. you said, it's a mindset change to want to live a, a, a more healthier lifestyle and make it a habit, just like reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what um, words of encouragement can you offer that woman who is like really, really struggling and she's been, you know, doing the yo-yo diets and, and she's tried everything and she's, she's been successful sometimes and, and then other, but more so unsuccessful in maintaining her weight. What words of encouragement could you offer that person? Well, first I've, I've been in her shoes. Mm -hmm. So I, I really remember, um, not fully embracing the fact that I need to eat healthier food. Like I remember kind of knowing you sort of should eat better, but I didn't really, I didn't really understand the full impact that the food was having on my health. Mm -hmm. So I tell people like, especially, um, you know, if you love bread, like the problem with wheat bread and, you know, bread made from wheat flour and whole Mm -hmm. grain oats and all of that stuff is that it causes systemic inflammation in your body. And see, I didn't really know this. I just knew it puts weight on you. Oh, wow. I didn't know that either. Right. But understanding that it causes an autoimmune response in Mm -hmm. which my body is attacking itself. Once I started understanding that part, um, it started making more sense to me. Okay, this is probably why a lot of people are pre-diabetic or have diabetes. This is probably why we're having all these different illnesses and lots more people are getting cancers. It started making sense to me once I started to learn about what certain foods do to the body. The fact that sugar raises your insulin. The problem with that is our bodies were not designed to deal with that much insulin. So, so that causes problems with inflammation. And anytime your body has to release insulin, you're in weight gain mode, period. Okay. 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 Ooh, that's some good information. Really, really good information. Cause I didn't know, about the it's uh, it's always been said that you should eat wheat bread as opposed to white bread and i you know i try to stay away from bread completely because like you said the Mm -hmm. the sugar part of it um but what about like pastas and and things like that is the same thing same same thing with pasta anything that's made from wheat flour um the issue is the same and I just really had to kind of think about it scientifically. We haven't had this much, this many wheat products and, yeah. and they're also genetically modified, which is causing other problems, but we haven't had this much access. And traditionally these foods were made to fatten us up so we could survive the winter. Mm. We, we don't need to survive winter anymore. We're right. fine. We've got too much food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And so what is your opinion on, on um, things like sugar? Cause I've seen a whole bunch of documentaries on, 
Netflix and everything. And one of the things that they've talked about, some of the documentaries talk about is how sugar kind of triggers, I guess, is, or it's kind of like a triggering mechanism for you to want to eat more. What, what's your opinion on that? Oh, I definitely um, agree with that. I mean, mm -hmm. what I've been learning is that um, sugar, for one, like I said, it, it's also one of those things that was designed to be eaten in, yes. from natural sources. Those natural sources were designed to fatten us up for the winter. Okay. And never before in history have we had access to this much sugar. Mm -hmm. And one analogy I want people to think about is if you've ever watched someone make preservatives, like a strawberry preserve, mm -hmm. they put so much sugar in it to kill germs. So if this sugar is killing germs, I mean, what do you think it would do to us if we're right. eating this much of it? At some point, it becomes toxic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Even things like, even something as simple as like, tomato sauce or something like that um ketchup um mm -hmm. there's a lot it seems like everything has sugar in it one way yeah. or the other and and so and even these um those uh, those different kind of it's not it's supposed to be zero sugar and everything but there's still the fructose and all of that kind mm -hmm. of stuff in the drink so you know what 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 is what's out there to eat <laughs> <laughs> right that's how i felt at first it's like what what can i eat i've seen i saw a video um the other day and it was like you know we're down to just ice and uh yeah let's <laughs> just eat ice because uh everything that you eat now is is gonna make you gain weight or cause you with you know to get sick or whatever but i think mm -hmm. it's bold it now boils down to eating more natural foods and stuff and Mm -hmm. um, if I had a backyard, I'd probably have my own garden. That way I can yeah, I do fruits and vegetables and stuff that I want. Oh, yeah. I just planted some lettuce seeds um, about a week ago, hoping to get some good cold weather crops. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. I also, we have our own hens as well, so we have control over the eggs we eat. Oh, cool. We are also beekeepers, so we have control over the honey that we get. Okay. All of that. So where where exactly are do you live? What what state? I'm in South Carolina. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm in South Carolina. Cool. Okay. So it's not as cold right now. It's cold to me, but yeah, <laughs> I yeah. would be so ashamed to complain right now. <laughs> oh, trust me, I understand. I'm I'm here in, in in Houston and it's like, you know, Houston weather here if it gets cold uh 60 is cold to folks and we're all yeah. wrapped up and stuff and i'm from the north so i can imagine what it's like in the north side but um wow so how can people reach you okay well i have a website and it's my first and last name um okay. with the crazy thing though is my name is keisha with the i before the e so it's okay. k i e s h a and then easily is E-A-S-L-E-Y, and that's .com. Okay, okay. And do you have any um, upcoming events or, or projects that you're working on? Well, um, I've, I've got a few speaking um, events coming up in the next few months. But for the most part, the biggest thing I've got going on is I'm working on a cookbook. 
okay. that um, I'm, I'm hoping to get finished by um, the 1st of June. Okay. <laughs> because so many people kept asking me for recipes and I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Then. That is awesome. And how can um, people purchase or where can people purchase your book worth the wait? They can either visit my website, they can purchase it directly there, or it's also available on Amazon and um, I think barnesandnobles.com also has it. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So do you have any last words for our listening audience? Um, I just want to encourage people to just really make the commitment to be intentional about health. Um, Mm -hmm. I just really feel like there has been like a silent attack on our health and we're kind of passively arming the, the enemy. So yeah. I just want to encourage people to take control, take back your health. Amen. And I have definitely learned a lot in this short period of time. So I thank you so much, Keisha, for taking time out of your schedule to be on, on the show today. And um, I'm taking all of the information that you we talked about, and um, yeah, I definitely need to go ahead and start applying it into my own health. So thank you so much for sharing your information. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. This is Althea with Wove Inspirations. You guys have an awesome day and eat healthy. God bless. Thank you so much for taking time out to listen to Wove Inspiration. If you'd like to follow us, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at W-O-V-E Inspiration. If you want to leave a comment or question, or if you're interested in being a guest on the show, email us at W-O-V-E Inspiration at gmail.com. This is Althea Richardson. I hope everyone has an awesome day and keep moving forward.